0: Like
1: that before. Yeah, it looks like at this time it's tracking right for us. a tornado emergency. Oklahoma typically experiences about 60 tornadoes per year. After all, it is part of Tornado Alley. That is a nickname for this unique geographical area in the southern plains of the central U.S., where tornadoes are very common. I've done plenty of stories on this podcast from this location, so we at least have the backstory. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And it is from the Weather Network that our storm hunters Mark Robinson and Jacqueline Whittle, left from to follow the storms as they progressed during this story, this day in weather history.
0: You can see the, uh, the, some of these the, the wood gets shredded. It just gets peeled apart and shredded. Uh, glass is one of the first things to go. So you can see there's just little bits and pieces of the uh, of the glass left.
1: Thanks, Mark. Today's story is as shocking for the sheer devastation of property, as you heard Mark talk about, as it is because of the toll on human life. In reality, it is average that about 77% of tornadoes don't actually cause death or widespread damage, but there will be the outliers, and they are the ones that make up for all that, unfortunately. When they do, it's big news and is remembered forever. As we have discussed on this podcast before, the strongest tornadoes rarely strike heavily populated areas and cause this scale of devastating destruction. But on May 20th of 2013, one of the deadliest tornadoes in Oklahoma's history went for a 14-mile joyride from hell, causing a whole range of destruction through the southern areas of Oklahoma City and then decimated the city of Moore.
0: Being meteorologists, we, we feel like we can learn so much by being out there in the field and watching these storms. But it happened quick, and I think it immediately made our storm chase a little bit more somber right out of the gates.
1: The National Weather Service, well-versed in the fine art of tornado forecasting here in Oklahoma, got the drop on this outbreak very quickly. They issued their first alert shortly after 1 p.m. on May 20th, this day in weather history. But this was to be a storm that would prove to be bigger than anyone could have feared. From the moment of that first alert, there was a watch or a warning of some type, in effect, somewhere in the NWS Norman County warning area that would go on for nearly 30 hours straight. But issuing watches and warnings is not the sole job for the fine people at NWS Norman County, USA. In the two hours leading up to the tornado, the meteorologists there were themselves tweeting at a rate of one tweet every three to four minutes. Now you must understand that outlets like this, they have automated systems in place to make sure that alerts get out as they are entered into the system. But this was simply not enough for the crew here All of their social media posts were written manually. There were no bots. And thank goodness they took this approach. It was because of this, that 97% of the population within the tornado damage track got more than 31 minutes lead time after the eventual 2.40 p.m. tornado warning. Shortly after that, there was an issued tornado emergency. Now they only issue these when death is certain to be associated with the warned event. These are not issued with every storm. There are micro-analyses that will bring about this kind of alert. And this one was actually the first of its kind issued by the National Weather Service at Norman since May 9th of 2003. In the melee, it flattened one elementary school and thankfully there were no fatalities there. But that was not the case when it went on to then strike another school. And at that site, a wall collapsed and seven children were sadly killed. The Moore Oklahoma tornado was categorized as an EF5. That is the highest ranking on the enhanced Fujita scale. This was a rare monster of a twister that packed wind speeds greater than 200 miles per hour. In total, it killed 24 people and left behind a footprint of mass destruction that included some 300 demolished homes and cost an estimated $2 billion in damages. But there were bright moments. Here's Jacqueline.
0: Right at that same moment, when they were digging through the rubble, the Marines found a flag that was, I think, underneath the vehicle or somewhere. It's so hard to make sense of where anything is. Uh, But they found a a US flag, and you could see them just sort of pull it out of the the area underneath this car. And it was like they, they didn't speak. They just grabbed the flag. They grabbed the post, and so slowly and gracefully just, you know, raise this flag in the air before our eyes. And I think that uh, seeing that flag raised symbolized hope for the people of Moore.
1: And in the aftermath, when President Barack Obama came to the area on May 26th, he made a point to meet with the dedicated team from the NWS Norman Forecast Office and the Storm Prediction Center. Their tireless efforts undoubtedly saved countless lives from being lost in this disaster in Moore, Oklahoma, that happened on this day in weather history. I close with this story of survivors.
0: This here was a plaza, a strip mall. We all know what those are like. It had the typical nail salon in it, a couple other small business, including a daycare. And we saw this this man walking around and we kindly went up to him and had no idea what he was up to. And he was very emotionally distraught as his daughter was the owner of the daycare. This gentleman was telling us uh, just a minute ago that this was a daycare and uh, his daughter runs it and she saved the lives of, I think, nine children in this daycare. Every one of them survived. Um, so she basically rescued, I can't, something like 10 kids, including the seven week old baby.
1: Nine, nine adults and 12 children came out from under that.
0: Somebody was obviously looking out for you.
1: Absolutely. Once again, there's no music appropriate to close out, so I will just tell you now that tomorrow is May 21st, and we're back with another powerful tornado, actually one of the most powerful in Canadian history. We will be talking about the F4 twister that went wearing and tearing through Michigan before it crossed the St. Clair and laid a beating on Sarnia, Ontario. That's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.